Hello, today I'm going to give you three thoughts on 1 Samuel 28, 15 through 19. 1 Samuel 28, 15 through 19 says, Then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am in great distress, for the Philistines are warring against me, and God has turned away from me and answers me no more, either by prophets or by dreams. Therefore, I have summoned you to tell me what I shall do. And Samuel said, Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has turned from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done to you as he spoke by me, for the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, David, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not carry out his fierce wrath against Amalek. Therefore, the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will give Israel also with you into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow you and your sons shall be with me. The Lord will give the army of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. Well, you might not be able to tell it by that passage that I just read, but Samuel, when he's talking to Saul, is a ghost. Or... Or maybe something else is happening there. Perhaps it's some sort of demonic spirit. We don't really know because Saul goes to a medium, the medium of Endor, and asks her to raise up the spirit of Samuel so he can inquire of the Lord exactly what he should do against his enemies. And essentially what had happened was this. Saul went to the prophets, nothing happened. He tried to use the ephod, it didn't work. The umim, the thumim, nothing's happening. He's looking for a dream that he can interpret. None of that's working. The Lord is not giving Saul any information whatsoever on whether or not he should go and fight his enemies. And from that, we're going to discover three thoughts on consistency from 1 Samuel 28, 15 through 19. Thought number one, the Lord doesn't have to answer you. Meaning, the Lord is not under any obligation whatsoever to answer you when you have questions of Him. And that's important for us to know, that the Lord is not at all obliged to answer you in any way. He doesn't have to. Anything that the Lord tells you, any kind of information that He gives you, all of it is a part of His graciousness towards creation, and it's not something that you are owed. The Lord does not have to answer you. And the spirit of Samuel, or you know, whatever, whatever this is, whoever this is that's talking to Saul, explains it to him, seemingly accurately, saying, The Lord's left you, just like I told you would happen when I was alive. The Lord does not have to answer you. He's under no obligation to do so. The Lord gets to do what he wants, and he's not obliged to you. So thought number one, the Lord doesn't have to answer you. Thought number two, the Lord punishes perfectly. Now this is a part of the Lord's consistency. The Lord is consistent and he is consistently good, which makes it really hard for us to understand when not just Saul, but Saul and his sons and the army of Israel, all of them are going to fall at the hands of the Philistines. We might sit back and say, well, that just isn't fair. The punishment doesn't fit the crime. Well, you're not really the judge over that. 
And while we might say, by our own standards, it seems like sometimes the punishments that God pours out on creation don't fit the crime, we have to remember that our standards are not the same as God's standards and that God is perfect in all that he does. So what we need to do, instead of saying, shaking our fist at the heavens and saying, that's not fair, what we need to do is we need to try and reconcile our perception of what is fair, what is righteous, what is perfect, and say that that which God is doing is perfect and righteous and good. And if there is any discrepancy, the error is on our part. See, because the Lord is eternally consistent. He, there, is, there is no deviation at all in his character. I don't know about you, but I can't say that. So thought number two, the Lord punishes perfectly. Thought number three, the Lord is consistent in everything. That means that when the Lord tells Saul that because Saul did not do what the Lord said and completely destroy Amalek to the extent that the Lord commanded him to do, that the Lord was not going to allow him to continue in his reign, that he was going to have another king over Israel, that king was going to be David, the Lord brings those things to pass. When the Lord says something, he does that. When the Lord pronounces punishment, it happens. And here's the good sign of that. When the Lord proclaims things like the year of his favor, those things are true too. So the promises that the Lord makes always come about. The great promise that we are waiting for is the return of his son, Christ Jesus. And we know, we know that this is going to happen because the Lord is consistent in everything. Those three thoughts come to you from 1 Samuel 26 through 31. That was the reading for today. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, join the Facebook group Through the Bible and be encouraged to read through the text of Scripture and discuss some of the things that you learned there in the group.